Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Sam Wakefield with the Close It Now HVAC and Solar Sales Training Podcast. I am so excited about my guest today. He is uh, somebody that I have known for quite a while. And uh, while, as for everybody who uh, makes fun of the, the Texas H in there. Uh, so <laughs> uh, so this, this guest today is somebody that I've actually uh, watched his journey from the beginning. Um, I remember we talked first, you know, like five years ago. And uh, is it, you will probably know his name. If you don't already, you will in the, in the heating and air industry. He is a titan, uh, quickly becoming a titan, helping people all across the country make changes. And uh, man, Mr. Uh, Mr. Nathan, Nathan Goff, we got you uh, from zero to hero in less than five years. And uh, man, super excited to hear from you today. Um, give us a little bit of backstory, man. What have you been up to lately? And definitely love to hear, um, yeah, hear about your journey. And uh, we'll we'll dive into some of the things that you've learned along the way and and what you're doing now to really help people uh, make a difference. Awesome, awesome. What's going on, guys? Like he said, Nathan Golf, Sam. Thank you so much for reaching out and having me on. Uh, and it's been like a year and a half since I've been on one of these, so it's glad to actually get back in the seat. You know, talk to people a little bit more and share mm -hmm. some more stuff, good stuff with them. So thank you. <clears throat> yeah, man. A little bit about myself. I live in a town called Galax, Virginia. Um, it's just a little small town. Uh, we got a Walmart. That's really about it, okay? So I tell that a lot mm -hmm. to people because as I travel across the country, I hear it's the area, right? Same way here. Well, I can't do something because of what area I live in or where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I ever bring up when I talk to somebody is because we're in a population of 13,000, maybe 15,000 people. Mm -hmm. So it's a very small area, right? <clears throat> and I had great success in a very small area. So I never want that to be a limiting belief for other people I'm in front of because the area doesn't matter. It all starts with mm -hmm. you. Um, and we'll get to that a little bit later on, but we'll keep on rolling with me. Um, I've got a wife, two kids. Uh, you got a beautiful family. Got a little farm out here. Um, I started out, I guess it was, I was 22 or 23. I think 23, I started out in the trades. Right. Um, for a little company here in Galax, it was a mom and pop store, good owner at the time. Um, but he started me out around nine bucks an hour as an install guy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have the kids then. Well, I had one kid, one son, but I didn't have my little, my youngest one yet. Sure. So it was fine and well, but I was making like $296 a week. And <laughs> it was crap, man. Like that, if I don't know if you know, but like even five years ago, that was no money. I guess you're struggling. Oh, absolutely. So, yep. <clears throat> I told my wife, I was like, this is horrible. Well, I went to the owner, asked for like a little bit of a raise, you know, because we found out that we was having now, he's now my five-year-old, Benton. We figured out we was having him. And I was like, man, I've got a child on the way. I said, this just kind of isn't cutting it. 
so what can we do? And he was like, well, I'll give you a dollar more. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'll make $330 a week. He was like, Woo. I guess, yeah. So I was like, all right. <clears throat> yeah, that's well, more of an insult than a raise. Yeah, yeah. And it, that's the way I was, felt about it. Because at the time I was running, um, I would got out of install right when he'd done that. And I was running plumbing service, electrical service, and doing installs when they needed me. But primarily the plumbing service, uh, plumbing service and electrical service. And I told my wife, I was like, I don't know a lot, but I know that there's these guys are making way more than I am. Because at the time, I didn't have a clue what you made sure. in the trade. So I was just needing a job. Like, I didn't care about a career. I just needed a job. Like, that's all I had yeah. to have. So I was like, I'm done. I'm out. So I actually, I don't think a lot of people know this about me, but I probably I quit HVAC for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I left the trades for a year. And I went and worked in a prison up here in Virginia. And I was a corrections officer in a max security prison. And I'd done that for about a year. Um, you know, it was... Not my favorite place to be, but hey, I was at least at sure. forty three thousand a year salary. I had great benefits, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that was good, uh, but it didn't fill the cup. Like I still wasn't happy. I wasn't like, oh man, I love this, you know. Sure. So, <clears throat> from that point, I stayed there, and I was in. I was in the military also. I'd done six years in the. Right. And I was there one year, uh, one day, and my buddy, but one of my good buddies, he said, Nathan, and really the credit, probably all my success would go back to him because if he wouldn't have brought this up to me. I'd never started back in the trades, but he was like, Nathan, you know, why are you in the prison? He's like, you know how to do heating and air. You know somewhat about it. He said, I know nothing about it, but I'm a lineman. So I'm making X, Y, and Z just being a lineman. He said, I know you can make some good money in heat and air. You've got to be able to. They say the trades pay. You should be looking. Yeah. So I immediately, I was like, hmm, let's see what we can do. So I just started looking. So anyways, <clears throat> I'm looking, going through, checking everything out. And I come across a company called Jay's HVAC. The owner's Jamie Vaughn. Shout out, Jamie Vaughn, if you listen to this. Man, mm-hmm. but thank you so much for all you did for me. Um, he, uh, I messaged that guy, and um, he hired me, right? Mm-hmm. And he hired me. He didn't know much about me. He had no clue. I told him I didn't know nothing about service or nothing like that. He's like, that's fine. I'm going to send you to a little tech school. I'm going to get you certified to handle refrigerant, and then I'm going to give you a truck. And I was like, huh? Yeah, I'm going to give you like, okay, it. So, yeah, uh, cool. I get a truck. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So I called my wife and I was like, Casey, I just got offered this. And he offered me really good money, right? Like, you know, I was going, you think going from $10 an hour to $17 an hour plus performance pay. Sure. I was like, holy cow. Now I can, based on performance. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was like, as long as I'm doing good, I'm going to make more money. Yeah. You get that taste of the yeah. your pay be, being paid for what you're worth, not what somebody else says you're worth. Yep. So I was like, this is cool. So anyway, I went to the tech school, come back. Um, I think that Monday I walked in, he had a set of keys that got him out of his pocket, leaned up in his chair and tossed them at me. I said, what's up, man? He's like, there you go. I said, you'll figure it out. I said, I'll figure it out. I said, yeah, I'll figure it out. Well, I didn't know how to stock a van. I didn't know how to do inventory. On, like, I had, I was clueless. So sure. I go to the back, never forget this guy either. Mark Evans, um, he was an old timer, right? And he's still in the industry to this day. He was in, our install manager, a great guy. Some make some of the best duck work you've ever seen. Uh, just a phenomenal, straight, good dude. And he took me out back, helped me load my van up, get my van uh, situated. And I was just off to the races. I did that for probably two years there, I'd say. Um, after two years, I had a deployment come up with the military. So I left for about six to eight months. Yeah. I called my owner because I was coming back early. He was thinking it was going to be a year as well as everybody else. Turned out to be less than that. 
And I was like, hey, man, I'm coming back this weekend, so I'll be back to work Monday. I didn't take no time when I come back. I went, wanted to go straight back. Sure. But man, I don't, I wasn't expecting that that quick, you know, right? Because they had to take, have somebody to take my spot. Uh-huh. So I didn't get to being a tech at that point. I went in and being inside sales. Um, so I was doing all the follow-ups, all the stuff like that. Anything with follow-up right. on work, um, service work, quote, stuff like that. And I think we were doing probably fifty to 60000 a month I was over the phone. Um, sure. And that was pretty and that's, it, that's when we connected, too. Yeah. Then I reached out to you. Um, we talked. You put me on the right path as well with that. And then from there, I started dabbling in commercial maintenance. And then from there, I ended up to where I did my last two and a half to three years at, which was Comfort Advisor. Um, right. All the other stuff was great. And I... You know, you can make great money being a technician. You can make great money doing all that. But I realized really fast that I was meant to be in more of the direct sales role versus trying to repair stuff. I could repair. I could do that kind of work. But, you know, these rock star technicians, it takes them maybe 45 minutes to change a motor, right? Or maybe even 30 minutes. For me, it would take me an hour and 40 minutes. Like, yeah, I'm just not as effective at it as these other guys, which Uh is really probably not a good thing, but that's how I am. So I, uh, Started really getting my feet under me, and my owner was like, you're going to do a million this year. And I'd heard about it as I'd listened to podcasts, and I was like, this dude from Virginia, town, he's not going to do a million. I really didn't, man. I was like, there's no way I'll never see that. And uh, what do you know? Five months later, I'd already hit a million dollars. And I was like, holy cow. Um, So that was my first year, and it wasn't a full year. I think I finished out around 1.5, 1.6. Um, next year was at like 2.3 and I think the next one was like 2.7 my last year. Um, you know, all that's great, you know, but you know, I just tell people, you know, don't ever let the area that you're in, you know, hold you back. Um, Mm -hmm. so then I left out of that. Um, and you know, since not being with that company anymore, um, I met with TJ and me and TJ's talk quite a bit or actually before TJ, sorry, there was actually a company here in our local area. Um, 10 minutes across the other side of the mountain from my house. And I went there to work for them. And uh, they're very small. He just had started his own business. We're the same age, though. So he reached out to me whenever he found out I wasn't no working nowhere. And he said, hey, man, do you want to come help me out? So I went in and still sold for him. I also helped run the business. Um, mm-hmm. you know, When we got there, we was at 200. I was at, he was in September of, I think it was last year. The September of last year, he was at like 250,000. And then when I left, we was around right at six, six fifty, six seventy five. Um, sure. So it tripled were, in size. Yeah. Um, so that was a pretty good statement as well. And then I was like, TJ had messaged me almost at the end of last year, November, December, I think that was when. And we talked. Nothing happened. So we waited probably two or three months before this ever come about. Um, and tell and then, tell our listeners who TJ is. The, the, so, if they don't know. Uh, yeah. So TJ Hartnett. That's probably one of the most. I don't know the best word to describe him guys I've ever met. Like the most genuine guy I've ever met in my life. He's probably the best operator I've ever seen work. Mm -hmm. You may not always like what he has to say, but he's always going to tell you the truth and he's never going to do you wrong. I've met a lot of people in my days and he is the, by far, hands down the best dude I've ever met. Um, Because we hadn't met, never met me and TJ never met in person. Um, He'd only seen videos of me when I post them online. He'd only seen me like through social media. 
Sure. And he still was like open to get me and me work and be a part of his team. And that yeah. just says a lot about him, you know, and we've done, we've been doing great uh, traveling. We're on the road every other week, either together sure. or out somewhere, he's somewhere else. So, um, you know, yeah, TJ Hartnett, he's, he's a badass. That's what he is. Sure. So for listeners, so TJ Hartnett and, and Nathan, they are, so it's just the two of you, right? Yep. Just the two uh, of us. Yeah. So two of us with it's flywheel. Mm-hmm. Flywheel uh, tell, tell us, yeah. Give us a blurb on uh, flywheel and, and what you guys do. All right. Awesome. So TJ and myself, we go around, you know, different companies, um, have us out and then we'll do on-site training. So our trainings are going to consist of a few different things. Um, I'm predominantly on the sales side of it, right? So mm-hmm. any company that's a part of Flywheel, I handle most of the sales stuff for them. I do all the sales coaching, technician, sales coaching, and then um, anything like that. That's where I'm at. Sure. Yep. TJ handles all the office, the administrative, looking at your profit and loss statements. Um, is your business running effectively? Are you priced right? You know, <laughs> what to run the business? Your technicians being out there, he can do technical training, hands-on. Um, that's where TJ is at. That's what he does. And wow. So kind and of a what, complete complete solution for a uh, – sounds like a, just a, a facelift, for a bet, lack of a better expression, total remodel of a, a company's both uh, margins, profit, you know, recognize the weak points and really you know polish those up and take them to that next level. Right. Exactly what it is, you know, and that's why I'm so like proud and honored to be a part of the team. Right. Um, you know, there's other people <clears throat> out there, you know, great people that do are doing great things as well in the training space or the coaching space. You know, I don't never want to take nothing away from the people that's doing it. But with us, we do it all. Sure. And our hands literally between me and him, we can t- touch every single aspect of that business. Yeah. And that's what we do. We don't just teach on one specific thing. We know it all, or we don't know it all, but we know mm-hmm. just about all of it and we can handle all of it and, sure. and serve the best. And that's what I was looking for, you know, was somewhere where, you know, I may not know all about the PLs or I may not know about all this, but I got somebody that does. That way, when I'm asked these questions, I can always serve you. I don't have to go outside to find somebody else to serve you. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so when y'all do your site visits, y'all go together and really team up on the uh, on the the organization. Um, yeah, we do. We will travel together. That's per like the client. If they want both of us, um, mm-hmm. if they don't, like say they want me or they want TJ, then we'll single and go. Um, but the next month or two months, it'll just be me. So okay. I got a busy, I got a busy next couple of months ahead of me. Nice past that, but the next two months are going to be really, really already booked out. Gotcha. So when you uh, when when y'all do these site visits, is it specifically HV? Is there a certain demographic that you're looking for? Is it a certain size company? Is it only HVAC? What who all can you serve? Plumbing, electrical, um, heating and air, right? Anything okay. in the trades. That's where we're at. Um, so I can say plumbing, electrical, um, and HVAC. Okay. okay perfect. Company size that really you know that doesn't matter you know. Um, we worked with companies over a hundred million dollars and we worked with companies at $3 million. Um, it doesn't really matter, you know, mm-hmm. I love it. My thing is it. that you're ready to learn and you're ready to grow. Right. Sure. Well, that's one yeah, thing that's that you carry a lot of energy with us. Right. And mm-hmm. a whole lot of energy. So when we come on these on sites and stuff, we love it when we're greeted by the same energy that we're bringing. Right. Everybody's ready right. to learn. Everybody's ready to grow. 
that just makes you feel a lot better when you get there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like being, uh, being welcomed in and I'm sure you probably do a lot of, uh, you know, like, Hey, we commit to bring our best. Let's everybody get on board and, and, you know, commit to learn. Right. Love to, uh, one of the things I always like to say is, you know, your mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. (laughs) Usually gets a big giggle out of everybody, but also realize, okay, let's let some guard down, see what these guys have to say. And uh, you know, it depends on how they receive you when you come in. Right. So, yeah. It's and it's yeah, great, like sure. I said, you know, he does, and it's just good because, like I say, he's on the business, and then I'm on anything. The only thing I didn't add to it a minute ago was I do like your mindset, motivation stuff as well. Um, Perfect. Else side of it, and, you know, I don't know, it's just a great team, uh, and that's what I tell everybody, you know, is mm-hmm. if you're looking for two guys that truly care, and that's the biggest thing about us is we truly care. Like me and him, yeah. we're not in it for the money. Like that's the least of our worries, and. Oftentimes I feel like in the space nowadays it's becoming more of a money thing in life. Like everything is, everything is coming to like, well, this, this group or this organization or this individuals or these influencers are doing this, making this much like, and I really don't care. Yeah. Like I never cared when I sold, you know, um, sure. I tell the technicians I'm on site and I'm like my last year in sales, I made $250,000 mm-hmm. and they're like, and I don't do that now, right? And I told them, I'm like, you know, sometimes it ain't all about the money, though. Yeah. They're like, well, that's crazy. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. What matters more to me is seeing other people reach a success that they never thought they could get at. Right. Because five years ago, six years ago, I had no clue that I would be sitting in this seat today. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for other people that reached out to me and genuinely cared and tried mm-hmm. to bring me up with them, I'd still be sitting at where I was at. Right. So it's not the money. For TJ, mm-hmm. it's not the money. It's just because sure. we care. We want to see the best version of yourself. So yeah, how many people can you help? Help grow? Help learn? Um, I remember back when you know some of the first times we talked. You're like, man, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm calling all these people, and we're just trying to sell stuff over the phone. And uh, you know, help, we brainstormed some stuff then, and it, it was just such. It's been such a fun journey watching you across time, and uh, so. Speaking of, and I love that you touched on mindset, mindset coaching, uh, personal growth, because mm-hmm. that's, it, I mean, personally, I believe that that's the most crucial thing for people is, you know, the old Henry Ford quote, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And right. so talk about that a little bit, because I, I know from, you know, knowing you as long as we have now, and, and not that we've talked all the time. Just kind of watching your journey, I I can see your personal growth has you, you've constantly been focused on that bettering yourself to be able to help other people better. Um, so talk on the importance of personal growth a little bit and mindset, especially mindset, and then especially mindset for the people out there and how how to maintain a good mindset and what they need to do for that. So, you know, this is something that it's not just you know. HVAC related, electrical plumbing. This is just like life stuff. And that's one thing I like about it. Um, you know, I've just actually have myself now. I have my own coach, right? I just have got started with Sean Michael Crane. Shout out, uh, shout out, Sean. Thank you for all you do. Um, I'm started with him, you know, and that's what I tell a lot of people I'm in front of, right? I'm like whenever me and TJ come out, you have us. The company, the business is have us out. They brought us out here and they're, paying 
for us, for you all. So use us, right? So, you know, the thing that always I always wonder is like, you know, a lot of my guys will call me that I go out and see, but they all don't. And the biggest thing in life that I ever done was always calling people. Like if I needed help, I wasn't scared to reach out. Right. Because you're your own worst enemy. Whatever's in your mind, good or bad, it's going to happen. That's the only thing that can happen. If it's in your mind, you you think, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I teach this thing when I go on site to a lot of places. I teach this and it's called, uh, it's the acronym TIER. So if you think of tear and you had it wrote down on a piece of paper, the T would stand for thought. Okay. So Sam, you can believe what about yourself? That's how I teach it. So Sam, what do you, what do you believe in let go into your brain? Uh, Only the positive stuff. Only the positive stuff and facts, correct? Correct. What I find is a lot of people let opinion based ideas and or decisions go into their, their mind. Would you agree? Absolutely. Okay. So when we let something that's not, factual that can't be proven into our brain it could harm us Mm -hmm. so that thought that we let in is going to trigger an emotion Mm -hmm. we're going to feel a certain type of way off of what we're thinking right we're going to think we're going to act off of that emotion that we're feeling Mm -hmm. and the way we act is going to cause the result of what we just thought about i love that so if i go out to these places and i say i'm sitting down with my uh, guys on the on site and i write it out on a piece of paper for them and they write t-e-a-r I'll say, write a thought out, good or bad. I don't care. Just write a thought out. Now sure. write the emotion that that thought gives you. Now, let me see you write the action that that thought gives, makes you take. And then now let's write your result. Your result and your thought will always be the same. Mm-hmm. It never changes. Right. But then whenever they sit there and they write result and they're like, oh, shit. They look yeah. up. It's, it's the exact same. I'm like, exactly. What you think about, you bring about. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, I've been dealing with that a lot lately. My mind's not been the best, you know, and I'm very like transparent with people that just because I'm out coaching doesn't mean that I'm always 100 percent either. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes I think we pour into people so much and give so much right. love to them, so much energy to them. We forget how to give love to ourselves. Right. Yeah. You've got to put that oxygen mask on first yeah. before you can help others. Right. Yeah. So I've just started working, like I said, with Sean, and it's been, you know, a real good eye opener for me is it's like. You've got to get back to where your mind's correct. And mine wasn't. And I didn't realize that. So, mm-hmm. you know, does that, that means reading books every day. Like you've got to read. You've got to have your face in something that's going to bring you some type of knowledge. Right. Listening to podcasts. I can mm-hmm. remember back in the day of me being in a truck, even from a technician standpoint, I had podcasts on repeat all day. It was either your yep. podcast, a Master of the Hustle podcast. Um, there were several I was out there listening to. I stayed on my podcast um, books, you know, keeping just that in my, in my brain, keeping it flowing, keeping it flowing. And that's what sets you up for success because whenever you're only talking to winners or only hearing winners talk, or you're only, your mind's only being filled with filled with winning. That's all you know how to do. Your brain does not know how to do nothing else mm-hmm. unless you allow it to. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that's the biggest thing for me is like just understanding that, Every day you have to want to be better than you was the day before. And that even when you get ahead, you can't just kind of get complacent and stop. Sure. Yeah, there is no stationary. It's either, you're either moving forward or moving backwards. It's like you because once, you get moving, once you get moving forward and you stop, I found that, you know, the next two to three weeks is going to be really rough. And that's typically when the <laughs> slump to happen. Like, uh-huh. you know. 
and the biggest thing, you know, I would tell uh, my owner back when I was working with him, you know, I would sell, I think my best I'd done, I sold like 15 jobs in a row. Yeah. And I didn't sell like the next 15. Man, mm -hmm. I was so bad and beat it up for myself, right? And he's like, why are you mad? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, your 50% closing rate. Like, that was your closing rate was 50%. Right. You just sold 15 jobs. You didn't sell the next 15. What does that mean? I'm 50%. He said, oh, exactly. I said, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's still See, great numbers. <laughs> yeah, still good numbers, right? But it's how many technicians? Right? Yep. It's the perspective in which I viewed it was negative. So... I'll go and I'm with technicians or comfort advisors and they're in that they get in these slumps and they get down and out because they don't sell, you know, two or three jobs in a row. Right. It's a numbers game guys. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's natural. Like if you're 50% closure, that means if you run tw uh, 20 calls, you're going to sell 10 jobs that month. Sure. Like that's just all it is. So it's like, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. People to understand how like understand their wins and not concentrate on their losses. Uh-huh. Hundred percent, man. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's something that. Um, oh, you got it. You got it. And that's you know so interesting to it. And I think a lot of people get, especially when you're so in the day to day focus. Yes, we have to be very intentional with every single appointment. It's not just loosey goosey with them. You know, it'd be the intentionality of every appointment. Expect it every single one to close, and that if it doesn't, we don't lose enthusiasm. To the next one but that so many times when we're doing that we also forget to do zoom out so it's something called concentration risk if you're like only focusing on the one at a time and then if you don't close you know you get too stuck there so we have to re you're right we have to remember to zoom out to the month to the quarter it's like what is the overall picture here <laughs> and, uh, and and speaking of slumps too that's actually a really good topic i remember um one time very specifically you called me up and we did a tune-up call it's about 15 minutes mm -hmm. and uh, you were right in the middle of a slump and the other side of it which i didn't tell you at the time is that was the perfect timing for me as well because i was dead in the center of a slump too and so mm -hmm. by helping you walk through it I walked through it at the same time. And when you called me up a week later and you're like, oh my gosh, I still, this has been a record week. And I was like, hey, this is great because mine too. Yep. <laughs> and so we like helped each other out, just helping, you know, kind of walking through what it takes to do that. So for everybody that's listening, um, can you uh, like expound on that a little bit? When you're helping people get out of slumps, when you're talking people through it, one, the perspective thing, but also, you and I both know that there's more elements to sales than just the words we say. And yep. so um, talk through how you coach people out of slumps now. And uh, so get, maybe give some you know, ap applications, some things they can use to uh, help, help themselves through that. So the first thing, you know, I always tell people to look at and you have to realize this is what's changed. Obviously, you know, what's changed? Because we got to start on. Either what changed or why are you feeling the type of way that you're feeling that's mm -hmm. caused you to get to where you're at now? Yeah. Certain times it can be a few things. One can be mindset. That's then it all typically really is mindset. It all comes back to sure. their mind. Um, mm -hmm. What I find most is let's say they have a process they were trained, they were taught, they're using that works, but then it doesn't work, doesn't work for four people and they quit using it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's one way that I've issue I've seen. Better yet, I've seen people go on a hot streak 
and really kill it. And then instead of not using it, they just only do what they want to with it. Meaning yeah. they pick and choose on what they're going to do. Uh-huh. So the thing I tell people is, is no matter if you think the call is a layup or you think that you're going to have to work your hind end off for it, mm-hmm. you should look at that call like you're going to have to work your hind end off for it every time. Yeah. Um, because when you start taking away from your process and skipping steps and mm-hmm. not doing stuff like you were doing it, your numbers suffer, you suffer, and not who cares really, and this is going to hurt some feelings maybe, who really cares about you, but more importantly, your client's going to suffer. Right. And Yeah, if they're, if they're not getting the full experience, yep. then obviously yep. they're not going to make the right the decisions you want them to make. Yeah, so, you know, I always go back to, Every call, you have to do the same thing, right? And it's not compl- mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. It's not complicated. Just do mm-hmm. the same thing every single time and understand that you're not going to win them all. Nobody's ever won them all. I don't care who I would have talked to, but it's not happening in the man, I don't think. No, no. People still don't close deals every day. And just be the best you. Like, if you can adapt the mindset of, I'm just going to be me today and enjoy my day, enjoy work, and mm-hmm. just really love somebody, truly, Love your client. Each mm-hmm. one you go into the house, show them a love that they've never seen before. I'm telling you, that's all it takes. It doesn't take all this other stuff that, you know, you think it takes to get there. It really doesn't. Right. You know, my career, people's asked me a lot, you know, what got me here so quick? Man, I care for other people more than I care for myself. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not either complicated. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've set, I go into call to, the guys and companies and not even there just in da- daily life and they're like man you sit at that house and talk for an hour an hour and a half just sitting there talking about life yeah i did <laughs> yeah i did you know because that client needed it right that client needed that time mm-hmm. because i'm a fool to think that i'm the only one that ever has bad days right so i look at it the way i looked at it my whole career was and still look at it today is there everybody's experiencing issues in life man everybody's got mm-hmm. problems and sometimes the people don't have people to talk to about them. Right. So what better way for me to go in there and just talk about, make friends, talk, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll never know what might come up, right? But I guarantee oh, you. Oh, that's that, true. I bet, I bet. I guarantee it. If you leave that client and they just got a bunch of stuff off their chest that they've been holding back for so long, even if you sell it or you didn't, guess what? You still change somebody's day. Absolutely. So that's why I'm like I get frustrated and I get really passionate about is like we get so caught up in like the sales, making the money, making the revenue. That's all great. Like I love it, right? It takes money to make the world go around. Fine. But if that's your concentration, you're already failed, man. (laughs) You're never going to get ahead. I I guarantee it. If all you chase is the dollar, because the money doesn't come with, you know, the money doesn't, that's just a byproduct of you doing a good job. Right. But if you don't do what's on the front, you don't do what's on the front side. The money's never going to be there. So mm-hmm. just teach people to go in there and love somebody. If you can love yeah. somebody, you know, even if they don't love you, mm-hmm. I tried to go in there and make friends with people, talk, get to know people. And they had no part of it. And that, then technicians have told me or comfort advisors, well, I can't talk to these people. They're like this and like that. I'm like, that's fine. They just need extra loving. Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't, they don't, but like, I'm not going to change what I do and who I am as an individual. For uh-huh. one out of ten people, because out of ten people, you might come across one like that. So right. if I know that I'm taking care of nine people and nine people are happy with me, why in the heck would I change it for that one individual? You got it. Oh my gosh, I love this conversation so much. 
and you're you're hitting it right the nail right on the head it's when well one i mean there's a quote um jordan clark we call him juicy jays uh he's a trainer over on the solar side he said marry the process and divorce the results and which is so important but and that's the you know kind of leaning back to not shortcutting the the system for anybody you just do what you do but more importantly and what exactly what you're saying man is that's the missing piece you know you can go to a thousand and one sales trainings you can go to all these different things and that's that next level that nobody's talking about is if you truly care for people you know with a heart of service you know that's it it changes everything you know I, 15 years of doing in-home sales like i've got a laundry list of stories of people that you know, and I'm sure you've said the same thing. You go into a house, <clears throat> when you get into a conversation like that, li I've literally told people, hey, I don't care if you buy from me or not today. This, I'm just glad we were able to meet and have this conversation. Yep. And hundred percent. I mean, I've, I've, if you're like me, I'm sure you have stories where you've sat and you've laughed with people, you've cried with people. Yep. I mean, how many times have you left an appointment? Maybe they bought, maybe they didn't. And you're hugging before you walk out the door. That's yep. when you know, you've truly made that connection. Yep. And that's what, you know, that's what keeps you going, you know. Um, and it, that's just the number one thing that I've seen that's missed. And, you know, I, even prior, I would talk and I'd always talk about um, my process, like, or this <laughs> and that. And, like, and then I got to thinking, I don't know, it, it took me probably, I don't know, a good while. But one day I just, I can't remember how I was at, where I was at, what I was doing. I just spent the day just sitting, I think, at the house. And I was like, what What was it that I'd done? Like, what was it? And I thought yeah. about that all day. And that was the first thing I come back to was, mm -hmm. you know, I just care for other people more than I care for myself. And um, sure. heck, my wife would attest to that, right? If people mm -hmm. call me and do something, man, and, I'm, and that's probably not a good trade to have sometimes, but if we can do <laughs> the milk, but I'll drop what I'm doing to go serve another individual. And uh -huh. that's just one thing about me that, you know, it scared me to death in the area that I was in to know that any contractor could come behind me and hurt or harm or not take care of the clients that I was just in their house. Right. It scared, right. it scared me to death because uh -huh. I took care of my people. So my mm -hmm. clients, done business from the, they had my contacts, they had my number. Right. Mm -hmm. I had their number saved in my phone. Like it was a normal thing. Like mm -hmm. I'd get calls from them, my elderly people that I helped. They mm -hmm. call. They would call me. I would go out on Saturdays and help them at their house. Like I had oh, that yeah. connection with them. So to me, it's just like if you focus on that and get in that relationship, you'll be so much more successful in your career. And mm -hmm. even if you don't make all the money you want to make, even if you don't want to produce all the revenue you thought you could have produced, like no, no big deal. All I care about is did you care for somebody more than right. you cared for yourself, and you did your best by them. If you done that, sure. congratulations, you killed it. Yeah, that's the definition of success for sure. Uh, and at the same know. time, you know, you're right. If you are truly caring, well, having that such a deep conviction, knowing that when they go with, with you and with your company, with our companies, that they are truly going to be taken care of. They're not going to be taken advantage of. We're truly going to help them the right way and not cause further problems. And then the only way that we can ensure that they're not getting taken advantage of and, and their projects are going to be done right is, of course, if they buy from us. I mean, we can't yep. do it for free. 
but and that's and that's really where that the meeting of that comes together and so i 100 percent on the uh, on the same i think that's why you and i've always really connected because we believe very much the same in fact our stories are almost the same my first 10 years i spent in a town of thirteen thousand people and was setting records there too uh, so um our, our story i even was install service quit for a year uh went back uh, to move into sales and very similar storylines and but it was world's world small huh oh it's wild yeah and so to have that same service um you know just passionately heartfelt mindset that if they don't buy from me i know my competition and they are going to get taken advantage of so this is the best way i can help people uh, but the, but through caring not because i care about the commission off of it it's because it okay. truly is to help them that uh, I, I just the emphasis there cannot be overemphasized, um, and that's what so, things will start changing. You know, that's what I tell everybody too. I mean, I'll tell on this on here. Like, if whenever you guys start adapting that, like, truthfully, like you don't just say it. Like, you let that light shine. Meaning, <laughs> when you get out of your truck, you don't just look like you just lost your best friend. You don't look like your uniform's untucked. You got your shoulders turned in, your head down, walking with a frown on your face. <laughs> when you get out of your truck and you're bringing that energy that love, mm-hmm. that smile on your face, you're knocking on that door, you're greeting that client with the most energy you've ever had in your life. You step in their house and then once you get in that house, you just really get to know them people. Like that's mm-hmm. where it all starts. Like hands down. If, if you can nail that and get that where you're truthfully caring, your sales mm-hmm. will go up. I mean, everything will change just like that. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's holding you back. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you're not showing that. And if, Oh, and I tell people that whenever all you care about is the money, customers see that, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Know what you're in it for. Because, you know, they, the, they, I've heard to say my whole life, you know, money's the root of all evil, right? Mm-hmm. The love of money is evil. Right. Yeah, money's just a tool. I mean, it, that's it, just, I mean, we could use it. it. Yeah, this is really going. interesting. I love this. My, um, so the, a six year old this morning asked mm-hmm. me, is money it, it, out of the blue asked me is money a need or a want Ooh. and i was like boy that's a great question and i was it like is. i said aiden it's neither one it's not a need or a want it is a tool so we can uh, we it's a tool we can have to make decisions with we can make choices with money we can decide um you know what how we're going to use it for needs or wants i said but it can't be classified as either one. And we have to remember that uh, the second somebody starts thinking money is a, is a need. That's where things start to derail. And I hundred percent agree with you on that. Yeah. So, and then, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing I tell anybody, you know, is get your mind right and take care of the people that's in front of you. And uh, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of stuff change if you'll just work on those two things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. So there was a, um, you know, watching your journey for a while, I, it seems like there was a point where, so I guess better question, let's phrase this question better. Where where in your journey did that that day of introspection happen? Because I, I mean, watching you for a little bit, I know you've gone through some different phases, learning the different hard closing techniques and stuff. And uh, where, where in your journey did that happen? And how did your numbers reflect that? Um. There was a house that I went to and the lady was sitting on the 
the front porch. Like, you know, as soon as I walked up, she was drinking a cup of coffee and smoking a cigarette. As soon as I walked out there at the house, walked up the front. So typically, you know, most sales people would be like, oh gosh, one of these. Because they're outside, they're already cutting you off. Right. And I didn't, I just rolled with the flow. Um, yeah. And I Usually we're expecting to hear, I'm just going to repair it today. I'm not doing yeah. anything else. Yeah. And uh, she sat me down, man. And uh, she just started like hammering. Like all this stuff that was going on. Well, she got me a cup of coffee first. And then she's like, we sat down, we talked. And then at some point she was like, just so you know, I'm not buying anything today. Because mm -hmm. they're a quarter system. And she brought that up to me. I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't want you to buy anything. I was like, I'm not here for that. I'm just here to take care of you, ma'am. And she was like, okay. And then a lot of stuff was going on in her life. And I'm. it's been a while back. I'm pretty sure the statement was that she had just lost her husband. Mm -hmm. And she was a mess. We yeah. sat on that porch for two hours together, and I sat there and mm -hmm. talked with her. At the end of that call, she done business with me, mm -hmm. and we got a new system put in her house two days later. That's why I say that's when it all changed for me, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was other moments like that, but that's one that if somebody asked me, that's the first one that will come to my mind and I think about the most mm -hmm. is because I remember sitting there and talking with her and listening to all that she was going through in the life that way since her husband had been gone – like the stuff she's been through and uh, you know, the moment of just sitting there, you almost forget that you're even there to be a comfort advisor or a heat and air man. Yeah. Like you don't even think I'm there for that. So at the end of it, she was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and we'll see what you can do. I went done my work, come back and sit down. She's like, yeah, I'll take this one. And I was like, sure. and I asked her, I said, are you sure? Mm -hmm. She said, yeah. I said, no, really? You told me you didn't want nothing or went buy nothing. She's like, I appreciate all you've done. I don't want to do business with nobody else. And I can tell you, you truly care. Mm -hmm. That was her words. And I said, huh, wow. And from yeah. that day forward, it never was the same. You know, um, right. I just, I looked at every client that way. Like they were all going through something. Mm -hmm. And yeah. nine times out of yeah, 10. We never know what people are going through, right? Yeah. And when you make that connection and somebody's that comfortable with you and they're talking with you that much, the price and all these objections that you guys are facing, man, like it all goes out of the door. Yeah. Like, and people's like, no, I get these objections, these objections. I'm like, yeah, because you've not built no kind of relationship. Uh -huh. Like I didn't get objections the last, my last two years in sales. Mm -hmm. Same. Sure. Did I some? Sure. I did. I'm not saying that, but there's people that get them every single day. Like I used to mm -hmm. be every day, every call I was having to battle them. Right. When you understand like just taking care of other people, and that's all you're worried about. The objections go aside. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, how does that work? How, is you, how, how have you figured that out? And I'm like, it's not rocket science. I said, mm -hmm. let me ask you a question. I said, if your best buddy in the whole entire world does heating and air, that's what he did for a living. And his price on the system was $13,000. Or Joe Smo came out here. He was here for 10 to 15 minutes. He gave you a quote, but he was only 9000 Are you going to go with the guy that you don't know, or are you going to go with your best friend? Tell me which one you would go with. Uh, well, probably my best friend. Yeah. Why is that? Because I know him, because I trust him. Oh, there's the word I was looking for. You trust yeah. him. So I said, why is it for us that we can go into a client's house? We can expect $30,000, but only put in 15 minutes worth of relationships and work and get to know somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Said, it's never going to work. I said, it comes back to all starting at the beginning. You get mm -hmm. to know this person, you become their friend, gain their trust. Mm -hmm. Then the byproduct of that is what? 
the sale. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the buyer was 30,000. I said, exactly. Now, whoever I'm helping, now we know where we need to start because that's what we're not doing. So, right. you know, that's where I kind of fall back to, you know, that's, uh, and I'll, I'll never, I don't think I'll ever go away from that. Um, because mm-hmm. the money doesn't matter how much, how much you sell doesn't matter. Um, it's all about just caring for other people. Cause you know, mm-hmm. the world's cut where we're in now, man. Like if you look around, it's getting further and further away from that. And that's not good at all. So mm-hmm. I try to just, you know, tell people anytime you got a chance to shine a light on somebody or make them feel mm-hmm. better, just do that. If you can do that, man, you're going to be all right. That's all it takes. Just be a good human. Right. Oh my gosh. I love this. What is the old saying? People don't uh, care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it's, it's exactly the right. truth. You know, it's, it's a, I mean, we hear it probably even too often and I'm going to keep saying it until people start to get it. just because you know it's it's so powerful to and and i'm glad that uh i'm glad this this interview today turned this direction because it when you're in a technical trade and you're in the day-to-day and i thank you i have to say thank you too because i needed the reminder because constantly you know i'm I'm working on um, the different topics and you know i'm always asking questions in the facebook group in different places hey what are you experiencing what are y'all struggling with you know what can i how can i help you um you know what questions you have and this is the the piece that everybody gets so bogged down into you know how do you handle this like just like you're saying how do you handle this objection or how do you handle being the first quote in um and i mean that just comes from assuming you're not going to make the sale uh, yeah, from you're the already, start, thing, right? you've, you've, already, already, you've already lost. Yeah, you create, and you know, people create every day. You know, the objections that they're having are the ones they're creating in their mind. Mm-hmm. I'll go to people's places. Uh, I've been to several around the, the country, you know, and they'll they'll start throwing objections at me, and it'll be one or two here, one or two there, and that's fine. You know, I'm not ragging nobody, but I tell sure. them, I'm like, you're making those come to pass like you're causing the word we're sitting here talking about all this negative stuff and that's all that's going to be in your mind when we leave is how to handle this objection so now whenever you go to betty's house and you walk in the only thing you're thinking about is the clothes at the end and how to overcome that objection so you don't forget right yeah she's going to give me the price objection so i know i got to be able to handle it right so and then people's always talking like value value this value that to make people buy no it doesn't like am i saying it doesn't no you got to have value built in whatever you do. Sure. But I hold heartily myself. I believe if you just take care of people mm-hmm. and love people, I'll keep going back to that because nobody's ever going to break my mind from it. You'll be, a very, <laughs> you'll be, you'll do very well in whatever you do. Sure. Um, so you just got to focus on that. Don't focus on the negative. Don't focus on the yeses. Don't focus on the nos. Mm-hmm. Focus on making Mrs. Jones smile. Right. You can do that. You're fine. Ah, love it. Love it, man. This is this is so refreshing. And for everybody listening, um, there's been some really serious nuggets dropped today. Um, Nathan has he's definitely gone through uh, the fire. He got his 10,000 hours in real fast because of the yeah, and, and really, we were talking about this before the recording. You know, his journey, um, anyone can have that type of journey if you and this is the big if. If you focus, uh, because I know so many times we've talked, is constantly working on learning something new, constantly working on developing himself, constantly 
And the, the most important thing is implementation. Success happens at the speed of implementation. You can learn all that you want to learn, but if you don't apply it and use yep. it and practice it, then it's just knowledge on ice. It's not going to, nothing, nothing changes until you change something. And no, so but, and you brought yeah. it up. I'm going to hit on it real quick, man. Believe yeah, me, right? Like, you guys like that are out there listening right now. If you got any self doubt at all, like if you're telling yourself you can't do it, if you're telling yourself that you're not enough, like you guys need to like get rid of that and you need to find me on Facebook and reach out to me and I'll talk with you all about that because you're killing yourself. You know, mm -hmm. I can remember when I started, I thought the same things. Like I thought the same way and I stayed in the same exact place. Uh-huh. You've got to like really find it out what it is. And if heating, heating and air is not it, that's fine. Or plumbing's not it, or electrical's not it. Hey, that's fine, right? Yeah. I just want to be successful. So look back at your life and be like, what do I really want out of life? What do I really mm -hmm. want to go? Where's my plan? Where's my and write it down on paper? Mm -hmm. A goal is not if it only comes out of your mouth, man. Write that stuff down on paper, get you a journal, go through it and read those things every day and write new ones every day. So you're mm -hmm. always chasing the next thing to better your life and your family. And the moment you'll start doing that, you'll it'll just start to take off. Because I can remember when mine did, you know, my first, around the last of my first year as a comfort advisor, I was the only comfort advisor at my company mm -hmm. at the time. There was, everybody was relying on me and I was a rookie. Yeah. And I mean, it was tough at times, right? I and mean, it was hard. Uh -huh. I, it wasn't easy, but I never quit. And nowadays I'm seeing people give up and quitting and, doing this and doing that. If you're doing that, you need to either find new friends to hang around with mm -hmm. and get around and get around some people that's going to bring some positivity into your life. And right. it's going to influence you and bring you up with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that I like to talk about and go over is like when I started going up and up and started moving further and further ahead, I lost people, man. Mm -hmm. People I've been friends with forever. I mean, we still talk maybe, but like we're not hanging out. We're not buddy, like because they sure. don't understand. They don't understand who I am no more. Mm -hmm. And that's not being like rude and trying to like pat myself on the back or make it sound any type of way. It's the fact that like you're only as smart as the people that's in front of you. Right. And if you're ever the smartest guy in the room, you should probably leave. And yeah, I only find a new find a new room. Yep. I can't remember who told me that. I can't remember where I learned that from. I was at some training one time. I, somebody said it, but. And at the time, I didn't think nothing of it. And then I was like, huh, find other people if you're the smartest one in the room. So what did I do? I started reaching out to all these people that's already been where I wanted to go on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Sam was one of them. I've reached out to thousands of people on Facebook, though, at the time. Yeah. I would ask them, hey, how are you? I just wanted to connect with them. Well, then little do you know, I ended up starting going to events. And then I would start seeing the people I was talking to. And while everybody was out, else was out doing stuff they wanted to do at these VIP parties or whatever they were having, I was up the people that I was messaging hind in trying to learn more. Yeah. So it's like always be a student. If I could teach anybody anything, you know, from this listening right now, just be be a student and never be afraid to ask a question. There's no dumb questions. There's no stupid questions. Like if you're thinking it, ask it. Right. If something's bothering you in life, find somebody to talk to about it. Don't keep it all inside. Um. That's the biggest thing that I forgot how to do up until here recently was, you know, I used to be really good at telling people what was on my mind if I was bothering me, but I was so captivated and so consumed with like pouring everything into other people that I wasn't doing it for myself. 
So right. it's important that you guys let that stuff out of you because that's how you start to grow. You get the negative out mm-hmm. and the positive will start flowing back in. But sometimes you're right. so full of negative, the positive can't flow. No, you got it, man. And and you're right. You you mentioned it earlier too. Is um, you know I have a I have a coach. I actually have two coaches. I have more of a mindset coach and a business coach. And you you've got a coach now too. And we're also coaching people and training people. So it, you can't just hold it in place. You've got to be a conduit and just let let the knowledge flow through. Let this help flow through. Um, because the more that we help people, the more we pour in. It, it you know. God, the universe, what, you know, what everyone, anyone wants to believe will, will pour more into you as you help more people. Um, if you're only making a small impact, you can't be filled up with more. If you're making a bigger impact, then o- open up the door. Here, here comes more to be able to help more people. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, helping the poor is something I've said in the past is, you know, the best way to help the poor is to not be one because we can give more. You know, we can give more, we can be more, we can do more on a big, grander scale, on a bigger impact. And, uh, you know, and yeah, that's a a money kind of focused thing, but it's much more than that. It's about just an overall wealth of being able to help and make an impact in the world and in others. And so that's a different conversation, right? You know, what you're talking about, you know, um, it's, and I don't ever want people to think that I'm talking about, you know, like we just said, to make, to clarify the air. Well, this guy's saying yeah. that money's not good. Like, I'm not saying that by no means. Like, <laughs> sure. We're making money. What my uh-huh. point is for everybody that's listening is that if money is the center of your focus mm-hmm. on your day to day, how you carry yourself, how you handle yourself, then it's not going to go good for you. You got it. Because your clients see that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've already expected, you know, somebody's a sales guy or something's coming. Job was to figure out how not to be a sales guy. Like, how do I not look like a sales guy when I get to this house? Like, how do I carry myself where I'm not salesy? Sure. Well, none of the ways I ever found work except caring. So, no, you know, I'd love to like hand money, like give money to the homeless, poor, you know, care for all these people. Because as I'm traveling, I'll be with the, these, uh, my clients in the vans and stuff. And I'm like, man, because where I'm from, that's not like that. You know, it's just good sure. old country town. And uh, we're going to go off on this topic, but, you know, it hurts, <laughs> man. Like, it, it's me so bad to see that. And it really, it's really sad. If I could build enough houses, like for all these people, I'd love to. And that's one goal of mine is to have one day top of shelter built somewhere for them because it's terrible, man. And um, they're like, why are you freaking out so bad? And why are you handing money out like you are? Because I do that when I go out of these out of town places. Um, it's just cause it's, you know, we take what we have in our life for granted. We have heat, right. we have AC, we have a truck, we have a car, we have a mm-hmm. house, we have, a bed we have all this stuff man right and we still want more as individuals we're never satisfied with what we have i'm the same way i'm i've I, I, I battled that and you know we get so consumed in what we don't have that we forget there's some people out there that have it a lot worse right when the moment that we can learn to be grateful for what we do have mm. and then the great place that we're in if we can carry that energy with us throughout the day man holy shit the love we'll start showing to other people so don't focus about you know focus on how good you have it now mm-hmm. and where you want to go and then your why's got to be bigger than the reason you want to get there sure why do you want to be the best salesman at your company and if you say it's for money that's not a very good answer because it's not why mm-hmm. do you want the money it's, if you want money why do you want it mm-hmm. the why has to be behind whatever we do and uh yeah you know 
that's my my biggest thing for you all to take away is is make sure your why is bigger than what what you're actually wanting to accomplish. The why behind mm-hmm. it has to be, and just enjoy and embrace and love where you're at in life, and the other stuff will start pouring in. Mm-hmm. Love it, man! Oh my gosh, that is powerful. So powerful. Um, well, we are getting close to our. Uh, about what well, we normally it's about an hour for interviews and okay. so we'll start landing this plane a little bit but uh, thank you so much for being with us today this has been like i said so enlightening it's such a refreshing um yeah just a refreshing look at what we do to take us out of the technical out of the the mundane details into the bigger picture of what we're truly doing is serving and helping people you know and yep. truly caring when we start to care that's when you know we make such a big difference so so wrapping up um what uh anything else you want to add to uh to drop on these people before we uh, wrap this episode up um i'll give everybody my phone number and my email okay yeah i was gonna say one how do we get in contact with you and two what's uh what's next for nathan uh Um, what are you doing and uh, how and how can they get in touch with flywheel too but uh yeah all, all of that stuff yeah, so for me and Flywheel, it's going to be the same number. You'll get straight to me. Um, so my phone number is 276-237-6121. My email is nathan at flywheelcg.com. That's also my direct number to you guys. So like my direct and my work is all the same. Call me. If you don't even have, even if you don't, if you just need something or need somebody to reach out to and just talk, call me. I'm always here. Um if I don't answer, shoot me a text and I'll call you when I can. My phone's always open. Just let me know. Um, what's next for me, man? Uh, I'm going to keep just taking care of people, man, and serving people. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never went away from that. And I've, you know, since I was started really killing it in this game, you know, mm-hmm. my mindset's never shifted. You know, my what happened for me and, and, and led me to where I'm at now is the fact that, you know, I guess money didn't matter to me, you know, because I, was selling and at first when you first start selling you you all probably know you get these butterflies and you get mm-hmm. shakes after you make a big sale yeah, and, right. uh, and i lost that man like i lost that and then one day my uh, one day a guy they hired at the company before i left called me and i had to coach him through a call and he called me and he just, just had closed thirty five thousand uh, dollar mm-hmm. sale and i looked back yeah. down at my house and it was sitting there shaking like that again like it used to when i made a big sale and i come home with my wife said this ain't for me no more yeah, I said I got a bigger purpose, and uh, that's I'm right where I want to be. You know, I have so much passion for the people I meet, the young people that I come across. That, you know, I wish I'd have found at 21 or 22, like they're sure. getting to find. Some of these guys are 18 or 19. I'm like, man, y'all are in such a good place. So right. uh, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, and just you know, serve as many people as I can, and just go wherever life leads me. And uh, that hasn't let me down yet, so I don't plan to think it will. So love it, love it, man. Well. Well, that is fantastic. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And Thanks for uh, having me, Sam. I enjoyed it, man. It's been, it's been great. For sure. We definitely will stay in touch. And uh, so everybody listening, Flywheel. Uh, what's the website for Flywheel as well? How can It'll be flywheelcg.com. Flywheelcg.com. So they do on-site visits. They do trainings. Um, so it, this is a uh, – I, I love the difference – that. Thankfully, we're getting to a place in the industry, in the trades, where it's not just one or two trainers and that's all there is. We've got 
you know, got my stuff with Close It Now, got your stuff with Flywheel, you know, then all the other uh, trainings that are out there now. And everybody has a little different voice. Everybody has a little different uh, perspective. You know, I've had Gene Slade on the show. We've got Pete Ramsey on the show. I've booked with Joe Cracero, with Victor Rancourt. Uh, so, you know, all these different people are, are pouring into the industry. You know, there's been, um, you know, all kind of shake up and stuff with that in the last several years. But at the end of the day, that everyone has massive value to bring. And it's a big enough place that there's room for all of us to uh, to thrive and to help people. And all I can say is thank you so much for the the, the clear conviction and the, the passion and the heart that you bring to uh, bring to the industry and bring to the training because it's much needed. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of almost too much focus on strictly the bottom line and the dollar that they're missing the heart and the service aspect. It's a service industry, and they're forget. A lot of people are forgetting the actual service and um, you know passion and to help people in that part of it. So thank you so much for bringing that to us. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. You are welcome. So, all right, everybody, we're going to wrap today up. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. Email me, Sam at closeitnow.net and let me know who you want to hear as an interview guest on the podcast. Also, I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from from today's show and reach out to Nathan and he is here to serve. I hope you can hear it in the conviction in his voice that his his focus is helping you succeed. Uh, So we're definitely together in that. And so reach out to us. We're here for you. And uh, man, my goal is maybe someday we get to share a stage together. So uh, absolutely, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop on that. And uh, yeah, man, have a great day. Go crush it. And everybody out there, go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast. Thank <laughs> you.